0: Welcome to Gear Up with Gear Experts, episode 14, Rope Compatibility. Gear Up with Gear Experts is a bi-weekly show hosted by me, John Medina, and my colleague, Alex Giddings. The show is for at-height workers, industry, and construction, and is brought to you and produced by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. This episode's theme is rope compatibility. Ensuring that your rope is compatible with your equipment is an important part of job site safety, and it isn't always top of mind. Today, we're proud to welcome gear expert Michael Obachowski back as our guest in the studio. Michael first joined us back on episode five and is the sales account manager for the Southwest region of the U.S. Thanks for coming back on the show, Michael. We're excited to have you back to talk all about rope compatibility. So let's get to the fun part, questions. Alex, care to start the questions? Sure, John. So Michael, why is
1: rope compatibility so important when it comes to safety while on the job site?
2: Good question, Alex, uh, biggest reason behind it is making sure that the equipment you're using either in a lifeline as a situation like a rope grab is actually compatible to the rope and has been tested on the rope that you're actually using on the job site. Uh, other one is also comes down to rigging, uh, as you're using whatever you may be lifting with your capstan, you want to make sure that the rope is actually tested and has the strength to be able to hold for whatever you're actually using. Um, there's three different types of rope out there. There's double braid. Which most people associate with like a load rope or rigging. There's kernmantle mantle rope, which is designed more for your descent lines, uh, your lifelines, you know, what you see with rope access. And then there's a three strand rope, uh, typically used as just a backup lifeline. Uh, fairly inexpensive rope to use, but it's, uh, you know, most common used in the industry for a lifeline.
0: So you mentioned a couple times when talking a little bit about rope compatibility that making sure that the equipment is built to be used with that type of rope and has been tested with that type of rope. So what are a few things that you need to look at when you're trying to determine whether your equipment is compatible with a specific type or style of rope?
2: So I think the biggest thing that you should look at and it goes back to training is, you know, understanding what equipment you do have and do have on the job site. Uh Going back to either asking one of us here at GME Supply or looking at the manufacturer's specs on the actual device that you're using. Uh, the most common one that we get asked about is the lifelines and backup lifelines and making sure that the rope grabs are compatible with the rope that they're actually using. Uh, there's a lot of times that there a, I'll say, a misconception out there that every rope grab works for any style rope that's out there. And so that's the one that, again, look at the equipment you're currently using and making sure that it matches up to the rope that you're needing.
1: And I think the other thing with that is um, on you know, the rigging side, understanding what different equipment is doing to the capacities of your load rope um, as far as the D-to-D ratio on pulleys or um, you know, how, how it's being rigged up to what you're lifting, uh, that sort of thing. That, that's all things that need to be taken into consideration when you're looking at compatibility uh, for those different tasks. What tips and tricks do you recommend to ensure that you're using compatible equipment?
2: I would say the first thing is, you know, try to standardize your equipment. Try not to have outside equipment that what you're typically used to and been trained on start getting put into the mix. Because once you start using different equipment on different uh, crews or whatever it may be, uh, then you're going to start to get a lot of confusion. And once confusion starts to come into place, then you're going to start questioning, is the is the rope actually compatible to this equipment there? The more you can standardize it, the more that you know your material uh, inside out, then you're really going to start to understand, you know, is this rope actually working with this equipment that I have currently on site?
1: Yeah, I think that that's a, a really good thing to consider is if you're buying for multiple crews or if um, you know you may be shifting guys around on different crews or anything like that, if all of them have standard equipment setups and you're not introducing new gear you know every quarter or what whatever the case might be, always purchasing the same stuff um, that that really does help avoid confusion and um, especially you know when you look at rescue systems, When time is of the essence, being able to know what you're using, um, be trained on it, and be able to rely on everything being compatible.
0: Yeah, and and like you mentioned before, Michael, um, if somebody is not sure about the compatibility of some equipment that they're looking at or equipment that they already have, um, I know that there's various ways that they could get in contact with you. So one last question before we let you go, if someone did want to reach out to you to get more information on rope and rope compatibility, how could they reach you?
2: Sure, John. Uh, If you're in the Southwest region and you want to reach out and get in touch with me, uh, you can reach me via email at michael at gmesupply.com or by phone at 573-514-8133. If you're in another region, you can reach out to our customer service line and they'll get you in touch with the sales rep in your area.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Michael. So listeners can contact our gear experts with any questions or to get in touch with their particular regional rep at 718-210-3913 or by email at info at gmesupply.com. Or you can also use our instant chat. Just uh, go over to gmesupply.com or colsafety.com and hit the click here to chat button in the lower right-hand corner.
0: Now it's time to move on to our weekly insight. Michael just dropped some knowledge bombs about rope compatibility, and we're gonna stay in the theme of rope and talk knots and the effect that knots have on rope. Knot tying is an important skill to have when working with rope, but it's equally important to recognize the effects knots have on rope. Alex, can you break down the effects of knots on rope? Sure, John, so most people,
1: don't know or may not consider the effects that knots can have on rope um, and the fact that they can seriously decrease the overall strength of a rope. Uh, The strength decrease isn't just while the knot is tied, but after the knot has been untied too, there are some lasting effects. Uh, The strength decrease is usually due to crimping or twisting of the fibers of the rope, um, and a lot of times those are completely irreversible.
0: So... What kind of strength de- decrease are we talking about? Are we talking about like 1%, 10%, 20%? So it, it varies, but
1: the strength decrease can reach uh, all the way up to 50%, which could you know be catastrophic in a life safety or overhead lifting and rigging scenario. Um, there are some recent studies from the Cordage Institute that found that a figure 8 knot, which is the knot that most people use to create a loop termination at the end of a rope, Uh, causes a rope to break at 75 to 80% of its typical tested strength.
0: So it kind of sounds like knots, wall sometimes might be necessary, shouldn't necessarily be the go-to option when you're needing to connect your rope to something else.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they are unavoidable. You have to tie a knot in a rope for some reason. Um, But there are actually a few different options as alternatives to knots. Uh, We'll cover that in our weekly insight on our next episode. So be sure to tune in and check that out.
0: We'd also like to remind everyone that while this show is meant to be fun, entertaining, and informative, it is not intended to replace proper, in-depth training. Manufacturer's instructions must also be followed and reviewed before any equipment is used, and proper training should be received before operating any equipment or before climbing. We'd like to hear from you about why you climb. Email us a voice message at gearup at gearexperts.com about why you climb and what climbing means to you for a chance to be featured on the show. And win some swag, of course. We hope you had fun and found a lot of value in today's episode. You can find more information and detailed show notes at gearexperts.com episode 14. Get social with us at Gear show at GME Supply, and at COL Safety on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Gear Up with Gear Experts is available on all major podcast listening platforms. Hit that subscribe button if you're new to the show. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to tell your friends, too. If you've got a few extra seconds to drop a rating and review in iTunes and let us know how we're doing, that'd be awesome. Gear Up with Gear Experts is presented, produced, and edited by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. Your hosts are Alex Giddings and John Medina. And until next time, climb higher.